0: Welcome to X-Men Evolution, episode 27 of Cyclops is Waiting for Me, an X-Men animated recap podcast. I'm JC, and I'm very proud I got through the entire introduction without flubbing it.
1: Yay! <laughs> Did you hear the cold open for the one that just posted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. Thanks, Rod. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> so, Rod.
0: We are marked as, as explicit content, so it's okay.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm Rod. I forgot that I have booked myself for a music convention tomorrow, <laughs> rented car and everything. I'm... Preemptively tired.
0: You're perpetually tired.
1: Oh yeah, especially in this little era, because I'm in this middle of this gigantic project. I'm usually busy. I think I've I've gotten used to that baseline. This current era, like the last four months. And then the next month is like this extra, Oh God, like what's going on. Anyway, Cyclops is waiting for me is our weekly podcast series where we're going back and watching every single X-Men animated episode we can find along with some bonus episodes. Our first series started with the original 1992 X-Men animated series building up to the release of X-Men 97, which we thought was coming to Disney plus last year. But until that happens, we will be covering other X-Men animated series like this one, X-Men evolution. Sorry if that sounded weird. I'm getting 20 texts from our friend, Ali Spagnola. Thanks, Allie. I have everything on silent by my watch was just like Stop electrocuting my co host.
0: Some quick reminders, we're a recap show about a series that started over 20 years ago. There will be spoilers, and if you don't want it spoiled for you, pause the podcast, watch the episode, and then come back. We are currently not sponsored by or affiliated with Marvel, Marvel Animation, Disney Plus, or Hulu, because Rod is a prick, and I forgot to remove that <laughs> from the script. It's
1: all good. Actually, I haven't checked out the Marvel stuff that ported over to Hulu. yet. I'm assuming it's just the same. It's, it's got to be weird. the same. Just with commercials, right? Yep.
0: Although, and by the way, Rod, make sure you read the paragraph because it is different than your normal rigmarole. There's okay. an update in it.
1: Don't forget to follow us on social media at Cyclops IWFM pod on Instagram, TikTok threads, X and Facebook. And of course, make sure to follow us on all your favorite podcast services. We just found out the Google podcast is going away. Oh, it's so funny. I, I think I heard that in a briefing somewhere. So if you listen to us there, please follow somewhere else. While we have heard it will migrate to YouTube Podcasts, who knows if the follow will too. I, today, I learned that there's YouTube. Po- oh, oh, podcasts on the I just put that together. I was going to say YouTube podcast, the one that we upload. Got it. Right.
0: But I don't know if you're following the feed on Google Podcasts. if it's automatically going to identify the yeah. RSS feed and stuff like that. That part wasn't clear.
1: If it does, you'd have to rely on the machine learning, which I wouldn't have faith in
0: the machine learning cuts off the last 12 characters of every one of our titles because we upload through spotify for podcasters which i think gives you a 200 character limit Mm -hmm. and youtube stops you at 100 characters luckily it's a podcast or review show or something like that that gets cut off not the important stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah that that's a choice
1: and speaking of the spotify for podcasters If you listen to the last one that just posted, the Walk on the Wild Side episode, if you were like in the first, what, hour of when it posted, you heard the song at the end. We found out afterwards that I could tag the song, like I mentioned, in the episode. However, it made the podcast episode exclusively available on Spotify, which is hilarious. Yeah,
0: it kicked it. It would not upload to any of our other feeds until we made that change on Monday afternoon.
1: Which I don't understand why, because when you tag a song in Spotify for Podcasters, it doesn't actually put it in the audio file. It just activates your Spotify account and then plays the song in according to your subscription. So if you don't have a subscription at all, it'll play like the 20 second preview. But if you do have a subscription, it'll just play the song. So I don't know why it just doesn't leave it out for all the other platforms but who knows whatever
0: <laughs> i have no idea but it was <laughs> i was like it's noon why is our podcast not uploaded yet <laughs> yeah it's the only time that our, our video feeds for facebook and youtube went live first got a few other things housekeeping before we get into the episode first off shout out to johnny I Music on instagram pointed out that boom boom's dance was actually inspired in the last episode from Jessica Alba's character from Never Been Kissed. And I went through, looked at the gif that he shot us on Instagram and then looked at the scene and it is spot on. It is Jessica Alba's dance from Never <laughs> Been Kissed. And it's right before the Gene and Magma Coyote Ugly reference. Oh, so they're like rapid firing references in that wow. dance scene. Still no luck on the She's All That reference, which was
1: mentioned on
0: the Evolution fandom.
1: Maybe just meant in vibe or energy.
0: I don't know, man. There, it's so specific to say that because yeah. there's not really a vibe to she's all that. <laughs> Quick update to the Facebook conversation from two weeks ago. No uh-huh. sooner did I say that than the moderators of the Facebook group for X Men: The Animated Series actually started coming in and getting rid of a lot of the toxic shit. Props to them. Although now they're dealing with a different issue, which is. Not an offensive issue, it's just an annoying issue where for about a week and a half, everybody has been doing these posts that are like, I'm going to fan cast this actor as this character to the point where they're now like just deleting those posts because Ah. it it just became its own like internal meta within the Facebook group. And it was like, oh God, this is a lot of people who never have attempted actual comedy and they Uh think they're funny with some of this stuff. And it's just, the cringiest shit possible oh, it's
1: like those people they're like there i said it and that's right there joke
0: it's like you had people who were picking actresses to be rogue uh-huh. and then actresses who would not be a good fit for rogue and then like danny devito
1: <laughs> I still I know a lot of people don't agree with it. But after seeing it, I would love to see Kiki Palmer as Rogue a- after she did her Halloween costume and the, the whole video she posted a couple of years ago. I think I, she might actually be a good fit.
0: The only thing I don't know about her is I don't think I've ever seen her act in something. So I don't know if she could pull off the character. That's the thing that I, like I'm not even mm-hmm. saying I'm against it. I just have a blind spot with her acting ability mm-hmm. before we get into the episode today as we're recording. The 97 cast list, there was an updated Yahoo Entertainment article with it that Larry Euston shared, so we know it's legit. We have Ray Chase, who's going to be the voice actor for Cyclops. He's obviously replacing Norm Spencer, who had passed away a few years ago. Jennifer Hale is going to be replacing Catherine Disher as Jean Grey. Catherine is still going to have a voice in the show, but she's not actually going to be Jean. And Jennifer Hale, for those of you who don't know, mostly does a lot of work within the video game sphere. Did a lot of voices for Mass Effect.
1: I think, wasn't she Kronika in Mortal Kombat She was. She was
0: Kronika in Mortal Kombat.
1: Very cool. And I think she's in the new Johnny Cage movie as well as a couple of the voices.
0: I need to actually still watch that.
1: Oh, I should have told you over the holidays, to watch it because it's actually a Christmas movie.
0: I started to, but I started watching it. It was too late, and I was just like, I don't have yeah. the energy for this.
1: Also, I would not blame you if you didn't like it. I loved it, but it is way out there. It's like Johnny Cage in the 80s during the holidays.
0: So. Yeah. Lenore Zan is returning as the voice of Rogue. That was one of the ones that we had known pretty publicly. Mm-hmm. George Buza, sorry if I'm saying any of the last names wrong, is coming back to be Beast. As mentioned, Allison Court is stepping aside from the role as Jubilee. So Holly Chow is going in and playing that role. Oh, very cool. Allison Seeley-Smith, who did the voice of Rogue the most of any of the original voice actresses, she is going to be returning as Storm. Cal Dodd, who is most famous for doing Wolverine, is returning as Wolverine. We have AJ Le- Co sorry, I'm. I know I'm. I butchered your name. <laughs> who's replacing Chris Potter as Gambit? And Roberto de Costa Sunspot is going to be voiced by Guy Augustini. And I'm sorry if I'm saying that first name wrong. It's G U I is how it's spelled. We have Matthew Waterson is going to be replacing David Heblum as Magneto. Characters that have we know are appearing but have not been formally voice cast announced for us. Cable, Bishop, Morph, Nightcrawler, and Forge. And also the character Val Cooper is mentioned to be a character throughout the season. Val Cooper was the one in Sabretooth's Memories that it was a blonde woman. He mentioned it in episode four of the show. Uh She was like the government liaison to X-Factor in the comics for context. Christopher Britton is returning as Mr. Sinister. And we have not been told who the voice actors are going to be for Sebastian Shaw and Emma Frost of the Hellfire Club, and Bolivar Trask, creator of the Sentinels. So the people who are returning, but in different roles, as mentioned, Kathleen Disher, Allison Court, Chris Potter, and Adrian Yu. Adrian was the original voice actor of Nightcrawler, but he will not be portraying Nightcrawler.
1: Interesting. You, you always got to like, wonder, it's like inconsequential, but like what the decisions are, stuff like that, where they shuffle voices and stuff
0: well i believe allison with jubilee purposely took a step aside so it could be somebody of asian descent
1: voicing yeah, yeah. her Yeah, that makes sense but some of the other ones like genes and-,
0: and then one that i thought was really interesting so lawrence bain who was the voice actor for cable is going to be returning as the voice of cable but not until the second season of the 97 series
1: okay so i guess we don't know if that means that cable doesn't show up until the second season or oh, going to change him.
0: I don't know. But but we've seen that he's there according to some of this, the other stuff is cables there but not voice cast for season 1.
1: Just like he has a non-speaking role or right? Something.
0: And then we have three people who have been cast in the series but the roles have not been revealed. Jeff Bennett, JP Carliac, and Inua Bauchi. Again, If I'm butchering people's names, sincerely, sorry. Yeah, but that literally popped on today. Shared by Larry Houston and then the Lee Walls. We put the article on our feed, so you can go look it up for yourself if you want to see that.
1: Very cool. And still, we don't actually have any timelines still about when 97 is coming out. The
0: only thing that popped up today, which is the trust me, guys, as the source, was that somebody was saying we're going to get a trailer during the Super Bowl weekend, which... I don't
1: know about that.
0: We are getting the Deadpool 3 trailer during the Super Bowl. We know that. Yeah. Did, but,
1: did you see Ryan yeah. Reynolds posted they wrapped shooting to either today or yesterday? I did. I guess I just assume, like, that makes sense, but also that's crazy that the movie's coming out this year and they just wrapped.
0: <laughs> I mean, they got they got full six months.
1: That's that, that's crazy. I mean, it's like.
0: literally six months. Yeah. Plus, seen... you got to remember, they were shooting before the writer strike had even hit. Yeah. So it's not like stuff was still happening on that movie, even on mm-hmm. the stuff that was struck if your union wasn't part of what was struck, yeah, right?
1: Like post-production or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then totally separate thing. I saw Mortal Kombat 2 rap shooting too. So I guess it kind of happened kind of When
0: are you going to start your Mortal Kombat podcast? I feel like you're like this close to doing
1: uh, it. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough to talk about that other people who are into it don't already know after seeing the facebook group of people who are
0: fans of x-men the animated series and (laughs) some of the questions that are asked i feel like there are lots of people who don't know as much as you (laughs) think they do and then the last thing before we get into this specific episode let's talk about the episode order because we mentioned that the order that is on disney plus also became the order on imdb we believe is not the correct order of the season. Pulled this from one of the wikis, give it credit to the X-Men Evolution Fandom Wiki, and it helps us place a few of the things. So important aspects of it, looks like everything up until On Angel's Wings and African Storm were in essentially the same order. That was followed by Joyride, and then that went into Walk on the Wild Side. Oh, okay. After Wildside is this episode Rebirth. Oh, geez. Then we go into Mindbender, where we started. That was Mindbender was like five or six yeah. episodes back. Wow. But that we know is as an important factor because that's when you start seeing more of the reveals of mutants using their powers in the open because obviously when they're they're hypnotized they don't give a shit about being caught from mind bender goes to shadow dance which was the last episode we did before the holiday and the stuff happens at the school then we go into retreat which was the beast as bigfoot episode and then it comes back into proper order with hex factor which is the next episode
1: Oh, wow. Okay, that's all over the place.
0: We were talking about, will they address the use of powers publicly getting out there? The fact that there's no follow-up about the powers in Retreat, or really mention of it in Hex Factor was surprising.
1: Yeah.
0: And we don't need to get into Hex Factor right now, but I just figured I would would use that to help set the landscape of, out of six episodes literally five of them are like powers being put out there publicly
1: after we finish evolution on youtube podcasts because it's the only one we can do separate playlist. yeah we should make a separate playlist of like a script order
0: oh yeah i could you do that I mean? that's easy
1: and then and if it's listed as script order then it'll make sense if our banter isn't in chronological but at least the episodes would be and stuff but like the main one we would be in chronological order that's wild though that's nope Almost as bad. Be- maybe worse than 92? No, not worse it's than not 92. Gene, well, they the were doing season. a memorial for Gene after she was alive yeah. again. Well, I just mean the amount. There's, there's a lot of shuffling within the season, but there's not less season in another season.
0: No, we had that in the, in X-Men 92 as well. No, that's what I mean. We yeah. had
1: season in another season, but I guess this one didn't really...
0: As far as I could tell, it's yeah. only an issue so far with season two, but we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> All of that said, on to the show. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 14, titled Operation Rebirth. It aired on March 20th of 2002, currently sits at a 7.6 star rating on IMDb. It's basically like a full point higher than the previous episode.
1: I was going to say, how did this get a higher rating than, was it Walk on the Wild Side? Captain America, man. But he's like... People love fucking Cap. Minor spoiler. Kind of not a big part of it, even though he's, like, supposed to be. You don't have to say spoiler when we've
0: already given the warning. (laughs) If they made it this far and then that spoiled it for them, honestly, let's be real, the fucking title spoiled it for me. So, yeah. also, quick note, Cap doesn't say a word the entire episode. He doesn't? He doesn't say a word the entire episode. Even when he nope it's just logan that says something yep wow okay oh it's only like nodding looks and handshakes and never actually says anything and cap and this is i don't know if i would call this a spoiler but this is an aspect of evolution the only marvel superhero outside of the x universe that appears in this entire series okay
1: so, so no, no, no avenger is gonna, gonna show up or anything
0: nope So we had in On Angel's Wings, which was the Christmas episode that happens in New York, we had the reference to Stark Enterprises with the SE logo on the building, and we had the reference to Spider-Man with the Daily Bugle newspaper. There is no other Marvel superhero reference for the remainder of the series. And again, that all credit goes to the X-Men Evolution fandom, Mm
1: wiki. The next episode's like the vision.
0: The only reason I know it's not the vision is because when I was looking up a possible guest for us, mm-hmm. I started seeing episode names and I had to start looking at character lists in those episodes. But Rod, I'm sorry. No vision. Yeah. All right. Let's hop into the actual episode itself. I thought we were gonna get another Wolverine and Sabretooth moment right off right. the bat, because it starts with Logan on his bike. Do you want to say it or do I? Go for it. I
1: originally what the hell is a long-range MRI? <laughs> what? Cartoon logic, but that cracked me up. I think it, it, if it wasn't the first, it was like one of the first things you heard from like the intercom on the helicopter.
0: Well, it started out with tactical chatter and it didn't seem like consequential. Uh-huh. And then they said the phrase long-range MRI. And I was like, okay. I feel like, that, like they were just like one step behind just having a giant magnet getting dropped from a helicopter and just can we <laughs> pick him up?
1: I'm like I'm used to hearing like x-ray vision or x-ray camera or whatever but MRI specifically is because that's the machine you have to be very still in for a long time yeah so because I can't remember if I was in it as a little kid but I know like when other friends and family have been in it you can't even talk or anything because the slightest movements like blur the image and stuff
0: yeah you have to be perfectly still it like gives people who have claustrophobia like major attacks from it so yeah we see from the perspective of this long-range MRI Wolverine skeleton so they can
1: 65 miles down the highway. <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. It's that S.H.I.E.L.D. tech. It is fucking right. spot on. And then they had a great shot. And we've chatted about this in certain episodes. It was very cinematic where Logan smells something. And then he pulls out or pops his claws. And he sees the reflection of the helicopter overhead <laughs> from his claws.
1: I mean, that was really cool. Once again, I had to laugh at him smelling the helicopter. Or I guess it was Fury. Fury maybe right
0: i wasn't sure at at that point it could have been a helicopter it could have just been like oh people
1: yeah <laughs> yeah or you know i guess maybe if it's if you knew it was a shield copter maybe there's something special about it i'm going to go with that cuz otherwise he's just going to be distracted by every like motor vehicle and air thing going Ma- on.
0: i mean your Fu- your fury theory isn't bad cuz we know he could spell sabertooth from miles <laughs> away and classic fury would smoke a cigar with Dum Duggan all the time, so... Uh,
1: yeah, and we don't know if Logan and Fury have a history, too. You know, I feel like Lo- they have to. Lo- Logan, I mean, like a romantic history.
0: No, like Lo- God okay. damn it, Rod. <laughs> it's the other universe where he's banging Hercules, not this right. one.
1: My only other note here was, uh, Logan gets chased by Cybertrucks way ahead of its time. Those were Hummers. And they were just drawn like, really box-like. So. <laughs> Do you remember the old Hummers? Oh, is that what they looked like?
0: Dude, the old Hummers, bef- like, that... The ones that were first like street legal hummers were very much like that.
1: Well, they crashed too, that was why.
0: Yeah, but they had drivers. <laughs> so yeah, they're chasing through the woods, they're cutting down trees and all this stuff. And I'm just waiting for a long time. Wolverine's like claw just gets snagged and his arm just rips completely right. off of his body as he's doing this shit. Gets to a cliff and the helicopter comes up from behind, give that big reveal, calls to Logan, and you see there's the big shield sign on it. And he actually calls him Weapon X.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. And he delays. He's like, or should I call you Weapon X?
0: <laughs> and I I don't know if I'm reading too far into it. I think that means that Fury is coming back in the episode we know that's going to debut a new character.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah
0: that's my gut on it. And then and we cut was,
1: into the intro. And this was back when Fury was still white. Yeah, because this was
0: two thousand and two, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't get Samuel Jackson until two thousand eight.
1: Oh yeah, like yeah. Two thousand. Did do you remember when David Hasselhoff was Nick Fury? It's a, it's a thing that I've seen but never watched. Yes. You know what's funny? I remember as a kid wanting to watch it. I don't remember anything from it, but I I don't remember not watching it because I. I feel like I would have remembered either being really disappointed about missing it or not being allowed to watch it, and none of that happened. So I have a feeling that I watched it, and it was so inconsequential that I just have no recollection of it. Because it was a made-for-TV Fox movie, like Generation X and stuff.
0: Interesting point of you bringing up that this is the time where Nick Fury was still white. The debut of The Ultimates, the cover date on it is March of 2002. And the Ultimates oh. was the universe with Nick Fury, where the character design was literally inspired by Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, he, and that's when Sam Jackson said he saw himself on the comic shelf. Oh, was that his quote for it? There was some urban legend. I don't know if it's urban legend or that. I haven't ever seen an article or an interview myself, but I've heard people talk about how he walked into some comic shop or something and he like saw his face. He was like, hey, this is me. He occasionally shows up
0: at my comic book shop. So now I have to stalk. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've not seen him there, but I know he has shown up and they posted about it on Instagram. I'm not doxing Nick Fury. So, (laughs) quick note, because we talked about this previously. Does the intro change? No, it had not changed yet. I watched the intro through this time because I've skipped it on a a bunch of episodes. Mm -hmm. It is the same intro.
1: I just haven't watched it in 20 episodes and... (laughs) And so it seemed new.
0: At that point, we're, did you think this was going to go down a Weapon X route? What, is, what, what were you thinking when Nick Fury showed up?
1: I just assumed because the thumbnail on Disney Plus is just Captain America. I
0: it didn't it was, really leave a lot of room for misinterpretation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was like, okay, so in this world, Nick Fury's involved with Captain America somehow or whatever. The only thing that was a surprise was how little Captain America had to do with the episode. (laughs) I thought this was going to be like one of those episodes where there's five minutes of the present time Mm -hmm. and Logan does a little flashback and then we're just in sepia tone for the rest of the episode. But that was not the case.
0: What was the name of the episode in 92 Old Soldiers? That one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where the entirety of it was essentially
0: the flashback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which would have made sense because it would have made it easier, especially in a a time where their episodes weren't being like chronological. This could have lived wherever, almost. So, come back from the intro, Fury specifically calls him by his Wolverine
0: alias as well, so he knows everything going on with Logan. Wolverine tries to leave, and then Fury basically says to target the bike. So (laughs) you have this S.H.I.E.L.D. helicopter that's just going to blow up. There's nothing special about Logan's bike other than it's Logan's bike. It's not souped up. It's not like the X-Jet or any shit like that. It's just literally this guy's motorcycle.
1: I thought they were going to do it. And then he's like, you don't have a ride home. But then on hindsight, I was like, then Wolverine just would have murdered Fury.
0: little reference I thought that was awesome was here. Logan calls Fury Patch, which is an obvious joke because of the eye patch. But one of Wolverine's aliases in the comics is, I believe he's like a club bar owner in Madripoor and the alias's name is
1: Patch. That's right. Yeah. You mentioned that before, I think sometime in 92.
0: Yeah, we've not seen it, but that is a thing. And Hasbro is releasing a two pack that is Logan as Patch and Gray Hulk as Joe Fix It in a matching white tuxedo. That's fun. I'm not buying either of those <laughs> Hasbro's been going crazy with X-Men figures lately not just 97 figures but there was a brood Wolverine with Deathbird. there's been a lot of it lately
1: you can definitely tell where the original timeline of this 97 releasing was supposed to be <laughs>
0: yeah Wolverine also mentions that he's not with S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore
1: I had to kind of figure that out on my own i was like wait he was an agent of shield and then i guess we see a little bit of that but it's probably more so the weapon x thing right
0: that's the piece that isn't crystal clear is okay. if it's department h from canada that created the weapon x program or if it's a little bit more like what the modern comic version is where weapon x is not x as in the letter x it's he was weapon 10, 10. Yeah. and steve was weapon One.
1: Oh, i didn't know about that okay that- Interesting.
0: Yeah, Phantom X, which if you've ever seen the guy in basically the all-white suit with the trench coat and he has the pullover mask, he looks Mm -hmm. a little bit like uh, the white ninja G.I. Joe Cobra villain, Shadowstorm.
1: Yeah, Shadowstorm, yeah, yeah.
0: Or Storm Shadow.
1: Storm Shadow sounds more right.
0: Yes, Regardless, (laughs) Regardless, <laughs> he is like weapon 13, I believe. Yeah, there were different numbered people. So it was revealed that the X was quantity, not anything else. So Fury mentions that Rebirth has been stolen. Wolverine gets instantly defensive of being like, no, there's no way we destroyed it. Rogers made sure of it. And then Fury reveals that they found a backup about 17 years ago. And I think that is the reference to, That is going to lead to that character introduction next season
1: yeah 17 years was like a very i made a note of that it was was super specific yeah i thought i was going to come back to in this episode and they never really did so
0: yeah he shows them that there's been a door that's been ripped apart that a magnetic pulse took out shield security and they straight up mentioned that it's Magneto. There is no ambiguity to it, which I appreciate.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, so so you're, you're thinking that Fury knew it was Magneto. That would make sense. Because at the time, I was like, how did Fury know everything except that it was Magneto? <laughs> so the person did this, and it was a magnetic pulse. I'm like, come on. Come on, dude. <laughs> right.
0: I think, I think he knew. I, th- I yeah. think he's just like explaining the scenario. Because yeah. Fury knows stuff. That is literally Fury's whole thing. Jump over, Rogue and Nightcrawler are leaving class and they're talking about history
1: specifically world war ii and i think that was absolutely intentional Kitty's like why would i need to know anything about world war ii well one of your teachers was in it so and you're fighting somebody
0: who was in it
1: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and as they're doing it this big dude like pushes past and i it felt very thinly veiled as to what they were trying to get across with this character what do you mean it was obvious he was just the bigoted shitty kid this was was the the kid who was going to find reasons to fight with everybody and he's the kind of kid you would catch dropping slurs casually oh gotcha okay (laughs) yeah that's how i read it at least the way he was acting and designed and stuff like that so as he pushes through them rogue eggs him on because you can tell rogue is like just in a mood and ready to go and the dude, like, actually is ready to take a swing at Rogue. She's going to take it because she knows what's going to happen when he makes contact. And Nightcrawler stops the punch from happening. Guy ends up grabbing Nightcrawler's wrist, and then it cracks his image inducer, and he starts turning blue. The dude completely freaks out, and they get very lucky that Jean Grey is nearby.
1: Oh, okay. Now I see what you're saying about the bigoted thing because of what he says to Nightcrawler at that moment. Yeah. He, he, he drops a bunch of G-rated slurs in that. World. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then Jean. Did we know she could do
0: that before? We knew she was a powerful telepath, but I don't think we've actually seen her do the Xavier mind wipe trick.
1: Yeah. So that's wild. That's what does Jean do with that in high school? If you're a high school student with mind wiping powers, that opens up a whole lot of strange possibilities.
0: I think it's the fact that she is the female version of Cyclops. In that he's the Boy Scout, she's the Girl Scout, and she's the one who's not gonna with people yeah obviously she went in there and she changed this dude's mind without consent and that's what we've literally talked shit about xavier for doing in this show but i don't think she's using it for personal reasons that doesn't read gene to me okay could be i mean it could absolutely could be but that's not how it i've I've seen it with her at least and then kurt freaks out teleports away and that's why i brought up the episode order like we're seeing so many close calls this season from the Mm -hmm. first episode at the football game to all this other shit happening, it's like, people are finding out because y'all are not good at keeping the secrets anymore. (laughs) It's like, you guys were good when it was just Gene and Cyclops, but the second you started expanding out this team, everybody's just getting careless.
1: Yeah, it's too many loose ends out there.
0: Jump back over to the mansion, and we get the reminder that Jamie Multiple is on the team, who's sitting there with the dogged version of Wolfsbane, (laughs) just doing homework.
1: Yeah, and I think this was a little bit another drop in the bucket of evidence of my theory a couple episodes ago that Wolf Spain or Ronnie Rain, whatever, and multiple or sorry,
0: according to Stephen Gordon, who responded to the post on LinkedIn, he asked a friend who is Irish, okay, and that person told him Ronnie, so that's why oh, okay. it was said as Ronnie,
1: but that's Irish. Would would a Scottish person pronounce?
0: I that? could be fucking up that they're Scottish, but I yeah. thought they were Scottish too, so who knows? I yeah, believe they
1: may be more similar to age because they're like hanging out and stuff. They didn't say explicitly, but I was just wondering, just because of how tiny her, her human voice sounded in the retreat episode and stuff. Yeah, but it was
0: she is also a very petite character in general, which is why, mm-hmm. despite the movie itself being hot trash on fire, <laughs> the actress who played Arya Stark was a very good fit for her in that I felt because she's a very tiny person too so Wolverine is with Xavier he's explaining rebirth there's mention that a lot of Logan's early life he doesn't remember but this part they say he remembers pretty much everything up to this point and that's when Mm -hmm. stuff starts to get fuzzy this is when
1: Xavier learns how old Logan is or yeah. Logan is older than he thought. I guess we don't really know how old Logan is, but Xavier's like, World War II. I knew you were old, but holy cow. Yeah,
0: he didn't know you were... <laughs> like, you, you're older than me, It basically, is what he was dropping yeah. there. We go into the flashback, and it shows the Steve Rogers origin into Captain America. What was very important on this one compared to the traditional origin of Steve is there is no attack by one of the Nazis, which destroys the chamber. Or that
1: show, it's the plus sign people no there's they're still nazis but i'm pointing out (laughs) that they don't destroy the chamber rod every time they show them because they obviously they can't put a swastika on of course kids tv it's just a plus sign it's funny it's like i want to know what they call that in this universe (laughs) master race yeah
0: yeah so we see steve in the tube it gets turned on he has a flash of light which makes him bigger we see that there is a soldier Who is getting attacked? Gets hit with a bomb as the pilot from the plus sign people is (laughs) coming back around. Cap on a motorcycle lands in front of this dude, hits the plane wing with his shield, and saves the soldier.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't use like reflection. Oh yeah, he blinds him first with the reflection a little bit. I thought it was so, like, on the nose. Because he was like, Captain America uses light. He's <laughs> <It's> light.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's perfect, though. Because <laughs> he's, he's that much of a Boy Scout. He's, like, that good. There's a Canadian truck where Wolverine is on, and they take the injured soldier from Cap. Oh, and that's where, to your point about how old Wolverine is, that's where it gets mentioned by Xavier. and Because he was all. Also- al- Not only was he around in World War 2, he was old enough to be a soldier in World War 2. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. Xavier also drop like implies that the world doesn't know Captain America was Steve Rogers because he says something like, "Oh, if Steve Rogers was the infamous Captain America, so this world doesn't know the name, the human name or the Government name of Captain America,
0: right? They just know Captain America is yeah. Captain America.
1: It almost makes me wonder if that's something else is going to be like readdressed in the later episode too.
0: And that's where Wolverine mentions that right after this, that's where things start to get fuzzy for him. Yeah, and then Xavier digs a little bit more and is like, why didn't they keep doing more of this? And it, and that's where Wolverine points out that it destroyed Steve, which is very different than what we've seen in other versions of the character.
1: I was going to ask, yeah, has that ever been... Because all the versions of Captain America that I've ever seen like in cartoons growing up and the, the MCU movies and stuff, or even that crappy movie when he was like in the motorcycle helmet, that didn't seem like the case. It was always that because that lab got destroyed and all the scientists died that they could never do it again. I've not seen where it destroyed Steve,
0: but there is aspects of it. It was especially seen in Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Where Isaiah Bradley, who was the Black Captain America, his body degraded because of the Super Soldier Serum being put into him. Yeah, and, so like
1: I, I've seen that before with like previous versions that they try to the Super yes. Soldier that fail, but I've never actually seen Steve himself be the one that like had to have the negative effects.
0: I've seen a few alternate timelines where Steve's body starts to fall apart. Like if you look at Earth X as a story, I believe there was like a little bit of that in there, but. No, th- this is the one time where I've seen Steve Rogers, his body falling apart as he's still in World War II. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. that's rough. Yep, and then uh, that's where Wolverine mentions to Xavier that Magneto's involved, and I feel like he buried the lead there. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You've you guys all thought he was dead. Then he comes back and fights Cyclops and Rogue in New York nothing else and then this dude pops up to steal something that's a pretty big fucking deal i would have led
1: with magnetos being involved he wanted a very like dramatic reveal yeah grand reveal
0: yeah (laughs) walking through the hallway nightcrawler and rogue see a power surge they know the only thing that's going to make the power surge in that building because there aren't any other electric mutants right now the only maybe storm at most the only thing that's going to cause a power surge would be cerebro so they decide that they want to go down there and check it out and then furthering the conversation that we've been alluding to for this episode about more chances for mutants to be revealed they mentioned that there's an exponential increase in the x gene in the general population right now and wolverine says it's going to be pretty hard to keep
1: it under wraps for much longer so they're leading up to it so that yeah it goes more evidence to what you're saying about the episode orders and stuff i i wonder if it's like what we talked
0: about where it just got put in the wrong order on disney plus because these other fandoms have it in a different order and they have the dates that these things posted differently than our dates that we're seeing on imdb which i think are pulling from the disney plus order okay gotcha yeah Again, if you watch this back in the 2000s, let us know if you remember this order. Because I believe that the VHS or DVD sets or whatever were coming out at the time, because they were in groups of four. Mm -hmm. The way that I've seen them packaged, I think, are in the right order, at least.
1: So. Yeah, I don't have any recollection because that was uh, we said before I was in college. So I was fighting for my life and year training and pop theory. <laughs> I just didn't. I, the show just missed my
0: radar because it was Saturday mornings when I was in college. And I don't think when I was in college, I woke up before noon on a Saturday morning. Right. And I'm so. like,
1: I, you know, I've said four other times on here. My brother's Greek confirmed. He's like, yeah. And the, those of us that liked it, we just didn't talk about it because it made fun of.
0: <laughs> it was just at the precipice of when it would have been OK to talk about it. Mm -hmm. but it was right before. Yep. They mention that Magneto has been able to stay cloaked, and of course, Rogue is at the door. Xavier tells him to come in, and she mentions how she remembers certain aspects from when she absorbed him slightly in New York, that there's just this big metal dome by some rocks in the Sahara Desert, and Wolverine props to him for knowing this stat off the top of his head, points out that it's 3.5 million square miles. And I believed it. I didn't even feel the need to look that
1: up. That just sounds right. When Logan said that, he was like so condescending. But I was like, hey, man, before your scope was like the Earth. So be grateful. Yeah, right. <laughs> or not, now, e- not even just the Earth. It could be Asteroid M or something. Or, <laughs> OK,
0: this is how accurate Logan is. According to Google, it's 3.552 million square miles. So he just left out a decimal point or less than 1%.
1: Yeah, so one of those writers had an encyclopedia.
0: But yeah, Wolverine, pretty condescending. And she's like, well, we could go. I could spot landmarks. Immediately, Logan's like, no, I'm doing this shit myself. Rogue actually has so much strategy in her conversation too because she's like, Mm. how are you going to get in there if you don't have the ability to use magnets and shit? And then Kurt's like, I could teleport. And then they high five.
1: (laughs) Yeah, then they have to go.
0: Yeah. We go into the X-Copter. Kurt is annoying, is my note that's there.
1: I, think, I guess this is like the first mission that this particular like side group goes on
0: together. Yeah, I think it's the first time all three of them as a trio have been together just as their little unit.
1: And this is actually like a mission of consequence, because it's not like they're trying to put out a fire or something. It's like Magneto is going to do something bad, and we're not even completely sure what that is.
0: So Which gonna, I'm a like, little totally bit often. shocked that for it being Magneto, that Professor only sends a team of three.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when Logan expressed, this is too dangerous for these kids to go on, so just a couple of us are going to (laughs) go. But Kurt
0: mentions team of two, referencing himself and Rogue, which triggers a memory for Logan, where it's back in the past, and him being paired up with Captain America as they're going to free some people in a POW camp in Poland. So... Mm -hmm. Quick note on that one, and again, almost all the facts about these next two episodes, this one and the following one, came from the X-Men Evolution Wiki on Fandom. They said that it was a broadcast standards and practices note, that it was specifically listed as a POW camp rather than a concentration camp, which is more in line with the Magneto character.
1: They're prisoners of war of the plus sign people.
0: Exactly. They're asking for mission parameters and how dangerous is this what are we doing and the dude's like you guys aren't getting parachutes right but it was not what i was expecting i was expecting it to be like the scene from both the ultimate comics and then the movies where they're like jumping out of the plane and they just their bodies can take it yeah just tuck and roll yeah but they just literally jump out going in super low and cap and logan go through the roof of one of these buildings
1: yeah, the plane goes so low that it actually takes out, like, the front wall I, of the camp. <laughs> yeah, which I don't know how
0: planes work, but wouldn't that risk fucking up your plane to the point where you can't fly anymore?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of those shield planes, I guess. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah it was literally <laughs> the same material as Cap's shield back in right. the day. It's entirely possible, because I don't think we would have had the vibranium story at that point. They just gave the dude a great shield. They begin fighting their way out. Cap grabs a kid. And, and thank God for video games, because otherwise I would have been really confused why grenades looked like the stick with the little nub at the end of them. Because if it wasn't for uh, Call of Duty, I'd be like, why are sticks being thrown at, at Cap? But you see that this kid that he has picked up is actually Magneto, who is able to use his power and make the grenades blow up in the air. And nobody seems to notice that.
1: And most importantly, Captain America doesn't notice it.
0: Right. Or Logan doesn't notice it. Sorry. So... At that point, you get tanks, trucks, soldiers arrive. They're busting in one half of the the camp while the POWs are running into a safe spot. And they just point out, point blank, that it is Eric Lesher is the kid's name. Mm-hmm. Flashback to... It's weird calling it modern time when it's 2000, but For flashback weeks. to Wol- the present.
1: Wolverine from his daydream, which is scary because Wolverine is piloting the plane. It's fine, it's autopilot.
0: <laughs> and Wolverine explains... That Magneto is interested because he saw it in person in World War Two. I think that memory is that that trigger of oh yeah, this I've encountered Magneto over the past however what's that six decades at that point
1: of his own life. Yeah, it's yeah. wild because the math was confusing for a second because wait, Wolverine was an adult then and the same age adult now magneto was a child then like how old is he now which we'll see in a minute what what is this timeline (laughs) at that point
0: let's assume it was 45 to go benefit of the doubt on it Mm -hmm. and the kid looked like he was eight or nine years old ish so that means that magneto is probably 75 76 years old by the time that this episode airs
1: yeah or maybe maybe even to his 80s depending
0: i feel like eighties is a little much considering how
1: young they drew the kid I just mean, like, how old he gets drawn later, too, so...
0: That's fair, yeah. Rogue spots a landmark, and I love that she doesn't just spot the landmark. She also knows she has to go east at the landmark. I have no concept of east or west until I'm, like, in a city that I know how
1: the grid works, so... and I don't even then... I have to look at a compass or whatever the app is on my phone.
0: You just drive straight down into the sand. (laughs) Nightcrawler is asking why was there only cap and not used for everybody else... And Wolverine says there were flaws in it that related to cellular breakdowns, and Cap was dying. That's so.
1: where we see him keel over.
0: Yep. So they spot the dome, they prep the XTVs, which was, oh my god, just screaming toys at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: say, that's the whole 90s vibe. It's like, extreme um, everything. Yeah, extreme that, extreme Doritos and, and energy drinks. And- yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> At one point, there was a series called Extreme X-Men, which was a comic book series. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post some pictures to the Instagram feed mm-hmm. because the logo was extreme. The outfits of the characters were more extreme. It was just like it screamed that late 90s, early 2000s vibe. That's great. Yep. Then there's a shot of Rogue's ass. I didn't notice
1: that to I was like looking down and take notes.
0: <laughs> it's like a profile picture where she puts what I thought was originally a transmitter oh, on that. her waist. Okay. But it's actually the bomb that they're going to use. But it was just like that angle is just like it's 90% of the screen is rogue's ass.
1: That was a confusing cut to me because they did show that. And I was like, what a strange framing because it's just, yeah, like her butt and her crotch. She puts the like little explosive thing on. And then the next cut, you see Nightcrawler walk into frame, and I was like, "Was that Nightcrawler we were looking at the whole time?" And then she walks in the outfit, and you're like, "Okay, it was just a weird edit, right?" Where like the next thing you saw should have been Rogue, but just the way it got put together was like Nightcrawler. Instead. I'm like, "Wait, what?" the...
0: Kurt's ass is is bonier than that, and, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then Rogue asked more about rebirth that's where we get a flashback of cap and logan shutting down rebirth and i use air quotes on that because they basically blew up the facility to not let it replicate to yeah. other people
1: i love how logan described it too he's like oh yeah no uh, captain america shut that down you know with the help of some other guy
0: yeah because he's obviously being cagey to everybody else except for charles about his age and stuff like that
1: oh i didn't even think about that
0: yeah i think it was he oh, doesn't want to be perceived as being more than like 35 years old to these teenagers.
1: Okay, that makes sense. At the time, I thought it was that maybe he didn't want Fury to know. They wanted to just think it was Steve. Right. But it makes sense that he doesn't want to quite yet tell the kids that he's 100 years old.
0: And that he has this massive lapse in his memory for
1: multiple decades. First-hand combat experience with Nazis. Plus Uh, plus sign people. Yeah.
0: Yep. (laughs) And he mentions that apparently there is a backup of it, and that's why they're all going there. So Rogue immediately jinxes them and rockets start shooting at these XTVs, which are driving through the sand dunes. Cause it was basically like, Oh, how close can we get before we get detected rockets bursting all throughout? It looks like they're about to eat shit. And when that happens, they are able to grab onto each other in midair, teleport inside to a really rough landing. They definitely had to take liberties with the Nightcrawler powers in this show because there's so many blind jumps that he gets away with that the comic Nightcrawler would not mess with. It would just be too much risk.
1: I think Rogue even said something like, oh, that was either Rogue or Logan. I think it was Rogue said like, oh, it's like a really rough landing. And Nightcrawler's like, better than to be like squeegeed off the side of the dome or something. Yeah. Yeah, That's a
0: good point. Yep. (laughs) They see somebody is already inside the chamber and they start moving towards it. At that point, Sabretooth sneak attacks and hits Logan. And I'm just going to chalk that up to he is so distracted by this operation rebirth program happening in front of him that his love for Sabretooth is not emanating <laughs> right now
1: i was gonna say then they just start making out and that's how they get distracted
0: or <laughs> theory this is the first time that they've crossed paths since Sabretooth went through the chamber oh, maybe go. it affected his scent he's yeah, now he's... more pheromonal <laughs> Is overlooked? is that a word is pheromonal a word i don't know it is now ask lucy Lu- lucy is yeah. that a word for your people
1: She's out. Yep.
0: Our intern sucks. (laughs) Fighting starts, and then beams start flying out, which is expected because it's Magneto's base. Nightcrawler has no natural instincts and lets the beam pin him to the wall, despite the fact that he could teleport. Rogue, it makes sense. She doesn't have ready-to-go powers. Nightcrawler does. Nightcrawler Nightcrawler is like the kitty scenario where she could just phase through stuff, but she runs into the fifth wall by accident.
1: Yeah. And then Rogue has to point it out to Nightcrawler.
0: Yeah. So, Kurt teleports to the chamber, where he sees Magneto inside. Magneto lets him know what's going on, and is basically like, this is going to save his life.
1: Which I This is where I get that the X-Men have this history, especially with Xavier, of like, don't kill anyone. Mm-hmm. This is one of those scenarios that even if I was at that level of like humanity, which I for let's be honest me, I just I would have off Magneto right there for the things he'd done in this show or whatever. But in this case, he's literally just dying of old age,
0: right? It's not is it is it murder to yeah. not let somebody be rejuvenated?
1: Yeah, After stealing a machine and presumably killing a lot of staff and security to get it, I would just would have been like, yeah, follow orders. <laughs> You don't know the whole story, like.
0: I guess the only thing is this version of Magneto hasn't done. There's not a. They haven't shown Magneto like committing genocide yet. Mm-hmm. We know that Magneto in Pride of the X Men was literally like, "I'm gonna kill the whole planet,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the Magneto in X Men '92 at the start of it was trying to seal nuclear weapons. Yeah. Has this Magneto crossed that line of no return that you would not kill him, but you would in, you basically enforce the death sentence?
1: Yeah, I think I would have just because of the whole asteroid M and stuff. That's probably a big enough deal for me to be like, you saying this is the best thing is like, I'm not gonna co-sign on this. Whatever this is, it's probably a bad decision.
0: And then Kurt's like, but this could hurt you more, and and they just keep pointing out, nope, not us, only the humans. And then Magneto, like, he knew the right line to throw of, are you basically going to be like your mom because your mom wouldn't have saved me? Right. (laughs) And it's like... they would be like, yes. Yeah. Pam Kurt does not pull the trigger and basically lets lets Magneto be reinvigorated.
1: My note here says, because Kurt doesn't pull the trigger, Magneto, Sailor Moon's...
0: Yeah, it was like the flash of light and stuff like that. Spins around. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, like you were talking about earlier... He is drained because we only saw him like a few, like two months ago in Showtime in New York City.
1: Yeah, and because I'm assuming the the genetic enhancements he was talking about was the end of season one with the the chamber and stuff, which I guess now we know is temporary. I guess. And it's a year, maybe. I don't even think it's a year. I I think that this is like maybe six
0: months from it.
1: I have some questions there. I'm assuming there's gonna be some sort of because we're gonna see Magneto more. I'm assuming there's something there, but I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, but he looks to me he looked much older than his 70s in this shot, especially with the way he was talking. He not like he was on his deathbed. Well, yeah, he was on his deathbed. Like
0: I don't want to be flippant about it. He looked like somebody who was dying of cancer and at the latest stages of that. Like he was emaciated. The skin was whiter and stuff like that so it was like mm-hmm. to your point it was literally deathbed while he's still using his powers to to attack people and shit too yeah there's still a little bit of back and forth going on with Sabretooth and wolverine Sabretooth gets kicked into this power unit or whatever you want to call it and gets electrocuted wolverine goes cuts open the machine to get magneto out of it grabs him and then starts trashing the machine
1: and that was even further proof that like Kurt could have still like destroyed the machine. Like he was ordered to that. He begged to go on this mission for not killed Magneto, but Magneto presumably would have had, even if it was just another day or whatever, he wouldn't have like killed him on the spot. Right. He just would have like not turned him back into like a, what, like a 40 year old or something, a very strong
0: ripped abs, 40 year old. Oh, t- yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah So stuff starts to blow up. Magneto's upset and it gave me a similar vibe to apocalypse. Like when Apocalypse's Lazarus chamber gets fucked up, where Apocalypse yep. is like, oh no, I can't do it again. And then he creates a spider droid.
1: Only <laughs> well, it's weird because it was like a spider
0: thing, but only four legs. Spider so droid, it, like... it just re- it reminded me of yeah. like a small version of the thing from Wild Wild West, which I only oh, yeah, know yeah. from the music video, never having actually watched Wild Wild West.
1: That's another one where I had to have seen the movie because there had to have been some group of kids at that time that wanted to go see it, and I went with them. I don't remember anything from it.
0: Kurt tries fighting by hitting metal with other pieces of metal. He's really not good at this. Magneto starts to put his cape on and stuff like that. Rogue gets close to grabbing him, and they basically all just get pinned down. And Magneto says he's sparing their lives because they spared his And then there's a little bit of that reference to Wolverine in Poland where it's essentially like, oh, after 60 years, I'm returning the favor to you finally.
1: Yeah. And so if he, I couldn't figure out at that point if that meant Logan knew that that was him because he kind of gives a smile.
0: I think he knew from having the flashback of knowing the name Eric Lesher
1: and stuff. A little bit of backtracking. I had a note here that this entire sequence from the moment they teleport into the dome to up to this point where Magneto spares them. Sounds like it was a treatment for a video game for like Sega. Oh
0: because yeah, everything, I could totally because see everything,
1: that. Everything just keeps escalating, right? There's a guy in a tube. You have to get to him. And then when you do get to him, then it escalates to like the- A
0: boss battle. Thing. And then there's a stage two yeah. and
1: yeah. And even the spider thing made of metal. Like I could just see it like you're knocking off the legs. Like you have to concentrate on one of them. And, yeah. you, and then you get pinned down and there's a whole like build buildup too. It was just really interesting.
0: The only reason it wouldn't be for Sega Is because at that point, the Dreamcast had been out for three years and we (laughs) knew we were not getting shit after the Dreamcast. Yeah,
1: I keep forgetting this was not like the Genesis era. Yeah, but it would have made a great Genesis game.
0: Speaking of games, quick side note. And now because I'm saying it, that means we have to do it at some point in the future. Uh I have gotten both a Retron. Nice. And more importantly, I got the Wolverine cartridge for NES and the X-Men. Spider-Man: Arcades Revenge cartridge for Super Nintendo.
1: Nice, yeah.
0: Yep, Rod, you play. have to actually come over my house to record those.
1: Yeah, I love playing. I also and I also have the other games, like the other X-Men Sega games and stuff.
0: The Retron I have only plays Super Nintendo games, so okay. we have to. F-
1: <laughs> That's a whole other separate issue we'll deal with later. I, I do have the Super Nintendo version of the Avengers video game. Remember, like the arcade style one.
0: Like, oh, I'm just going to steal that from you.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wolverine mentions something about the kid from poland rogue starts to ask him about it wolverine says i don't have time to explain which i love because they're about to get on a x-copter right. and fly across the globe and yeah. he's like nope mission's not over yet and nightcrawler's like, wait what are you what are you talking about and he's like, no nope, i gotta visit an old friend and again does that mean they literally just said nothing to each other on the x-copter the entire flight back
1: I forget if it was actually a skit or someone was just describing to me, but I remember being in college and us talking about how like, exposition dialogue ha- would happen in real life. Because you know how it's always like, s- someone's explaining something and then you see the transition shot of like the exterior of a building that they're gonna walk into and then they're in it and he's finishing, the- or the character's finishing the sentence. Right. So it's like you start saying, like, and so the beginning of their history and then you just stop mid-sentence and then you get on a plane, and you spend like, two hours in a truck, and then you get to building, and then you continue the sentence from there. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what it felt like. Yeah. Logan is talking to Steve, who's in essentially suspended animation. I had the like cryo chamber. Yeah, it's Walt Disney's in the next room. Right. He says it was one of the days where it was, we gotta win. It was a victory for the good guys. Because I think to Logan, it was more important that at the end of the day, they stopped rebirth from happening again because he's seen what it did to Steve as his friend, and he promises he's going to find him a cure. I don't know if we ever see Cap again in the series, or if that was just, like, one of those lingering stories to help build Logan's story. And then Fury comes in, he's like, time's up, got to get you out of here. Obviously, he pulled some sort of favor to to give Logan time with Steve. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's the really sad ending where he's like, yep,
1: I was never here. It's like, shit, man. So I guess that's more of why... So I wonder if it's maybe as partially that he doesn't want to tell the kids how old he is, but probably more so that he doesn't want to let the kids know that he was like directly associated with Captain
0: America. And maybe it's a part of it is he doesn't want to. I think he just he's a private person. I think he just doesn't like sharing like this Wolverine is more outgoing than 92's Wolverine. I feel
1: and pride just a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, little side note. And this is for all you people on TikTok. Or the people that left these comments on TikTok. Oh yes, so,
0: let's talk about. Okay, before is, we do the the side note, any final thoughts about the episode, and then let's talk about the TikTok okay.
1: post. I understand why it was the way it was. This the episode made sense. I don't feel like it was like a nonsensical thing. The, yeah. surprisingly, they made Captain America and Magneto's origins in intertwine in each other. Yeah, which. I never would have had on my 2024 or 2002 bingo cards. Wild. Yep. So that was done well. I was just surprised there wasn't more Cap based on the thumbnail and the the name of the title and stuff. But same. He was hoping we see more of them. That was an interesting story. Yeah. I like
0: that both of the shows gave very different takes as to the involvement of Logan and Cap together, too. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Let's go for that big angry elephant in the room rod we we posted the thing about your reaction to Wolverine's voice in pride of the x men yep and I guess there's enough people that just don't understand through context clues that we're a anything. podcast yeah and that these are just clips and they're like oh my favorite part was when you didn't play the clip it was like okay yeah there's also another hour of conversation around this little clip right but and it's it was funny is it's I feel like it's more evident because there's no video attached to it. It's just like the still frame. It's
0: just our voices with the captions on top of it.
1: Yeah. It's not like a traditional TikTok where I'm like me with my normal TikToks where I'm like laying in bed or someone filming themselves or whatever, giving information. It's just like a here's a up to 60 second clip of whatever you're talking about. But also if you're like, quote unquote, a big X-Men fan, and you haven't seen Pride or know how to look it up on social right. media or YouTube or whatever. What are you doing there? I don't understand that.
0: Here's the thing. We're not giving any insinuation that we're going to play the clip. I literally say, yeah. let's talk about the voice. I don't say, listen to the voice. There's context clues to everything on this. Yeah. So,
1: so, I don't know. I It's whatever. It, I,
0: it's the only really angry TikTok we've gotten, though, out of the oh, hundreds no. that we've posted.
1: Oh, recently, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few early on that were for also not good reasons i don't but, remember uh, those and i actually don't remember what they were about i just remember them being dumb as uh, most negative things on
0: i did love yeah, how you took the x-men x-jet build which oh, yeah. was 52 minutes of footage and you <laughs> translated that down to 60
1: seconds <laughs> If right. you wanted to watch a tldr but i i, I got through about half of your long form one, that was pretty cool. I I like watching Lego builds and stuff, especially if I'm doing like housework and stuff.
0: Dude, I Um, have no idea. And this is legitimate props to every single person who does Lego content where they're building the sets on their channel. I don't know what you talk about for that long. (laughs) Like props to everybody who is successful in doing it because I probably took three quarters of that footage and sped it up to 500% speed.
1: I haven't watched Lego Builders, but I have some friends that do stuff like that that takes a long time that they have to obviously edit it down to a shorter amount of time. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of them just do the build or whatever they're doing regular and then voiceover after the fact.
0: Which would but, have made sense, but uh, I didn't but he, know what I was going to do with it.
1: So but you have to kind of plan that ahead of time, too, because otherwise, what do you talk about? Do you just talk about the show or something? Right.
0: Or, And talking about the show doesn't work when we literally have all this other hundred episodes of content of us talking about the show. How how long was the raw video?
1: It was like an hour? 52 minutes. You know, I don't know which episode we put on it. We might experiment about putting one of these podcast episodes over that footage. That might be interesting.
0: Maybe we do it for X-Men 97.
1: Yeah, or yeah, 97. Or if there's like one of the bonus episodes, maybe. Our
0: next bonus episodes are going to be video game episodes, so that won't work.
1: Okay, bonus is in something not Evo. Like
0: Spider-Man and its Amazing Friends or something. Something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe. We're
0: we're definitely not going to remember to do that. I just want to point that out. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for joining us. If you have any thoughts, make sure to drop them into the comments for either the YouTube upload, the official Instagram post about this episode, or in the comments section on Spotify, which people have been going in there and using and interacting with. Also, I've been putting polls up there, too. love seeing when people are going and interacting on those and if you like what you heard, we would appreciate a rating on the podcast app of your choosing. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, YouTube Podcasts, and especially not Google Podcasts, but Castbox is back in there. Your absolute favorite.
1: Can you believe Castbox outlived Google? Yes.